we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. So, the old you, you used to think like this, some of you, amen, but you don't end. Look at somebody say, that's not me anymore. No matter how much like me it sounds, that is not me anymore. <laughs> uh, you say, I come first and foremost. What I want, desire, and dream is at the forefront of my everyday existence. That sounds like Facebook, don't it? Because my life was so unfair. This is the problem. Do you know people believe that because they went through so much, they're entitled to something from God? God owes me something because of what I went through. Man, everybody in here went through something. Who in here didn't go through, have never gone through anything? Amen. Who had a perfect childhood? No. No, 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 no. Everybody's been through something. But because my life was so unfair, I deserve to have my life catered to me. And that's what people do. In their selfishness, they cater their life to you. That's why I always talk about single men. When you get too old, single, your life caters to you. So a woman can't fit. So every woman you try to date, you don't like her. You know why you don't like her? Because she don't fit. You're going to always find something wrong with her. You're going to get in arguments. Well, you're going you're gonna to fight. You're going to, because you're settled with yourself. Your life caters to you. When you go to the grocery store, you buy what you want to eat. When you go to the clothing store, you buy the clothes you want to look like you want. You got the cologne you want. You got the car you want. Everything you have is what you want. Your life caters to you. So as soon as a woman comes and says, well, I don't really like that. What? Uh, uh, Girl gone, baby bye. You say that, then we know what you are. Men don't say no baby bye. <laughs> Use gay if you say that. That's gay slang. But yeah, your life caters to you when you get too old. And single women, it's the same thing. Oh, y'all, I, your creation role. I can't wait to be in my creation role. As soon as you get married, oh, you didn't tell me it was like this. She said, my husband told you when you were sitting in the chair doing premarital counseling. All of you know, that's the first thing I tell you. I say, okay, let me tell you, woman, you are Jesse. You're Jesse because you got old single. Older or single, the older you get, the more jazzy you are. And you think you're ready to give it up for a family. Oh, I want nothing more, Holy Ghost. Nothing more, God. Nothing more than to have my own family and man and brother. That's all I want. The day after the honeymoon. Oh, no, this I made a mistake. I don't want this. Because your life has catered to you for so long. Amen. That's why folks are supposed to get married when they're young. You're supposed to get married before you start developing socially. Yes, you are. So that you can develop with a man or develop with a woman. That way, it's built in. It, y'all came up with it together. When you wait till you, oh boy, everything she does, ooh, I hate her. Because she's going against what you used to do freely. Don't go watch the game. Won't you just stay here with me? Ugh. Why would I do that? You aren't the game. (laughs) 
<laughs> life just came. And it's hard. It's hard, and you're more afraid. You're more, the older you get, the more afraid you are to get married. Gamophobia. You're afraid because you're afraid of losing you. But you're whack. You need to lose you. You are trash. I'll tell you. Somebody needs to tell you how whack you are. So you'll know that you ain't as cool as you think. We don't think that. I come first and foremost. That's what you believe. But it is. It's selfishness. That's what it is. But when you're born again, redeemed by the blood of the lamb, God, look at somebody and say, God comes first. God comes first. That means his ways. That means his order. That means his roles. Everything comes first. You can't please God if you don't do what he wants. How do you please somebody without doing what they want? You can't, please, you, you can't please God if you don't do what God wants. God has to come first. Now I'm striving to achieve what he desires for me, and I purpose to follow what? His perfect way. Not what I want, but what he wants. And if that's what he wants for me, that's what I have to do. I've lived my life like that. Not that I'm perfect or anything like that. But my wife will tell you, man, if God wants it, that's just what we have to do. As a family, as a, man, we just have to do it that way. God's way. Sometimes it's painful. I've cried over stuff that G. Craig wanted to do and couldn't do. Stuff that would have made me a whole, whole lot of money. Rukuku. It would have made me, oh, I'd have got paid. Couldn't do it. Because it wasn't a part of his way. And then I had guys around me that their lives catered to them. Anything they felt, they'd go do it. And I didn't want that. I didn't want that because, you know, eventually you're going to end up gay. That's where it's going to lead. Amen. The Bible says in the last days, men will become lovers of themselves. That means they love themselves so much that they fall in love with their image. Then they fall in love with their kind. A woman can't satisfy them because the ultimate worship of a man is to have another man submit to him. That means I won't get that worship. And it's not necessary for my existence. Amen. But God must come first and you must strive to achieve what he desires. Amen. Scripture, Galatians 6 and 3. For if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he does what? Don't you know you're nothing? You're nothing. Yes, you are nothing. The only place a man, oh, the only place God allows a man to be something is his home. Yeah. That's why it's important for you to line your home up to where you can get worship. Because that's the only place it's allowed. That's why we do it. I don't need nobody calling my name and asking for my autograph. My wife wants my autograph. My sons want my autograph. They call my name. They need me. Man, if you can leave the house and nothing changes, you trash. You're not trash and how worthless you really are. You don't matter at all. When I, if I left my home, I need all the lights to go out and to get dark and everybody get depressed 
and wish they wasn't living no more. That's what I want. I want it like that. I want to be that important. That's why I get worship. Amen. Men have to feel necessary. I need to be needed. Oh, I'm preaching now. But they don't want to hear this. They don't want to hear this, man. That's why you got to set the, set the house up right so that you can be needed and necessary. Not just a hot body. It is the old you. Those that do me wrong must pay. Remember when you used to say that? Or you start thinking about how to get somebody back and pay somebody back. I make sure that they feel what I feel. <laughs> And are paid back for what they have done. The new you says, I must pray for those that do me wrong. I understand that I once offended others. How many of you understand that you once offended others? If you once offended others, you need grace for that. Amen? And that same grace you need for that, you have to apply to what someone else did to you. Because God forgives me, I must forgive others and not seek payback or retribution looking for them to be punished amen peeking around the corner says god got them yet <laughs> checking online yeah see i ain't seen no post for a while they must be dead because folk that mess with me god kills <laughs> you get somewhere and shut up you are not that important. <laughs> Matthew 5, 5.44. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that enslaved you. Bless them that cursed your ancestors. Because ain't nobody living now that curse, can't curse your ancestors. That's impossible. You trying to take out something that on people now. For what happened to your ancestors? You ain't know who your ancestors are. You as light skinned as a white person out there trying to protest. You don't even know where you came from. <laughs> ain't that foolishness? Like me and Elder Ted going out there marching. Oh, the, the, I got freckles and he Creole. And we out there just, oh, the, the white man. White man looking at us like, man, you, you need to come over here with us. <laughs> you talking about we ain't done nothing to you <laughs> foolishness you can't pay people back bless them that curse you do good to them that what hate you oh this is that's hard oh it's hard oh it's so hard to do good to them you know they hate you and you still gotta do good oh lord is working on me and pray for them which despitefully take advantage of you and persecute you. You thought it was going to be the devil that persecuted you, didn't you? Folk. The devil can't just persecute you. He needs a body. He needs somebody. Most of the time he needs somebody that knows you pretty well. Most of the time he needs somebody that knows stuff about you so they can take it and use it against you. That's the devil. Hey, look somebody and say, kill the devil, Lord. Kill the devil dead. It's time. But oh, for you say that, kill the devil, Lord. I mean, it's time. Uh-oh. Thieves. 
Like somebody say, I don't steal no more. I don't steal no more. I don't download videos that I don't pay for. I don't download software that I don't pay for. Amen. I don't copy music and movies that, amen. Amen. And see, I knew I'd get cool command on that one. Amen. You take your money out of his baby mouth. Amen. Oh, no, we don't do that. We don't steal. We don't take a price tag off one dress and put it on a different dress. And a sticker that can easily peel off. You walk by and the sticker got on you and you just thought that you saw opportunity. Oh, it come off that easy? Well, let me brush up against the dress I really want. <laughs> take that up to the counter. Don't you don't amen. You don't steal. Amen. You walk out. Oh, I forgot to pay. Then go back and pay. She gave us the wrong ticket. But this ticket just two dollars. I'm paying this one. You stealing. You're stealing. Amen. Amen. You don't go next door with a with a cable wire. Talking about. <laughs> on the neighbor's roof turning the satellite if I could just get it over this direction then it'll beam, it'll beam over climbing the fence with an extension cord because <laughs> it'll turn your stuff off they turned your electricity off, it's supposed to be off and you go through that off period, amen, get some candles, Abraham Lincoln read, Abe Lincoln uh, he did so much for the country w- without electricity and you can too he's president of the united states <laughs> look at somebody say stop stealing taxes writing up writing off stuff you was gonna do and didn't but it was in my heart the bible said if it's in my heart i already committed it i already did it let me trying to twist the scripture you thief that's stealing that's gonna come back Amen. I'm going to tell you another way of stealing, not being fair with people. Amen. Not being fair with folks. And that works both ways. Folks do stuff for you, you need to be fair with them and give them what they deserve. And quit trying to grind everybody down to powder when they come and quote you a price. Bible said a workman is worthy of his heart. But that works both ways. If you didn't do good work, don't be expecting good pay. Don't be expecting good pay. Every job I get, I get fired, man. The devil is out. No, you're terrible. You're a horrible worker. That's why you keep getting fired. You're representing God the wrong way. You're a Christian. You're supposed to do a good job. Am I preaching? You're supposed to do a good job, whatever it is. Whether you cleaning houses or you flipping burgers, your burgers ought to be the best. Line just long waiting on you. Hey, she put the crispy edges on the bun. I, 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 I need her. Might own your own restaurant one day. God might bless you with that. You don't think God is watching you? You don't think he knows who to bring into your life to cause you to excel? Give you a place? You don't think? Hey, just look, look at Joseph. Joseph, what, was he in, a, in, in jail? 
just happened to be next to somebody else in jail? Got to talking, found out something. When that dude got out of jail, he went and told somebody who told the head dude. When he had a dream, he went and got Joseph out of jail. Joseph wasn't doing what he was able to do, but he was always doing a good job. Just something about this little crook on here, just making me want to preach. He just stole information. When things get hard, it's okay to cheat. This is you, the old you. It's okay to cheat a little. I can lie and cheat when I have to so I can get by. You know, Christians believe that. Somebody bumped into your car with a shopping cart and you jumped out and rolled on the ground. Ah, my neck. Oh, God. Oh, rock. You in Sunday in a, a full body cast. What happened to you? Why, oh, man. <laughs> when them shopping carts get to rolling, boy, you, <laughs> especially if it's full of groceries, man. <laughs> Every time we see you, something is broke. You're trying to get a case. <laughs> Every time you come to church, how you doing? Oh, well, you see. <laughs> I was doing good till that doberman got out. <laughs> I'm laughing because we had somebody in there like that. I mean, every time you saw him, it was something wrapped up. Well, I, I just got to where I just, okay, now what happened this time? I don't even say hi. Hey, Pastor, what happened this time? I stepped on a landmine. <laughs> where, where were you? <laughs> They told me one time, I got hit by a bus. I said, how are you here right now? And what kind of bus was that? You here in service. I wouldn't come to church if I got hit by a bus. I need some medical attention. A bus? That bus bus wasn't even trying. It wasn't trying to hit you then. It wasn't trying to kill you. That bus knew you. Because if you get hit by a bus, <laughs> but you think you can lie and cheat, man, any money you get like that, you're going to pay it back. And you're going to pay it back at the worst time possible. When you steal, it comes back. I don't take gifts that's not new. Amen. And we trust the people in the church. So we know when we have the swap, you ain't bringing nothing hot. It's not a hot swap. Amen. But folk coming to you in the, at the gas station, man, Doc, I got this Jane, man. Your woman, she love this Jane. Man, open your car, let me dip it in your car battery. Watch, watch how real it is, bro. I don't know where you got that chain. I need a receipt. Soon as he drive off, a lady parked behind you. Where's my chain? <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. That's the last joke. I gotta move forward. <laughs> Soon as he drive off, you're like, oh, man, this is going to be nice. Somebody took my <laughs> Believers must be honest and true in all. Look, somebody say all. all. All aspects of their lives. We do not cheat, lie, or steal to get by because those are faithless actions. In order to please God, we have to have what? Faith. But if you're lying, cheating, and stealing, 
You're faithless. As a matter of fact, you're really doing it the devil's way. So you are always honest. You always tell the truth. You always do good. Do the right thing. I don't care how much money you can save. You're not going to save it. You're going to pay it. No shortcuts in this world. Stuff costs what it costs. And you're going to pay for it one way or another. Amen? These are things you better learn. We trust God. So our dealings must be done with what? Integrity. Ephesians 4 and 28. Let him that stole do what? Steal no more, but rather let him labor. Working with his what? Oh, working with his hands, the thing which is what? So he's doing good by his hands. If a person does good by their hands, then they can do the rest of this. That he may have to give to him that what? If you have to give to somebody that need, guess what that means? That means you have more than enough. You have more than enough. So you're able to give to those that need. Amen? You can't keep a clean reputation hanging out with messy people. Hey, did I, I, I can skip this slide now. I just, that's it. Amen. Me and my wife, we were just talking about this yesterday. And I was like, man, I'm just not going to have a bunch of friends in my life just for the sake of friends. And they all trash. I don't need trash in my life. Yeah, but you grew up with him and he didn't. No. No, I don't need anybody that the devil can jump in and work against me. I don't need no friend that bad. I enjoy being surrounded by sinners. This is the old you and those that promote sinful behavior. I love being around the world. Jesus hung around sinners, so I just want to be like Christ. You know you say that. You used to say that just so you can be around riffraff. Keep it in your life. Amen. But if you've been made new, a new creation, this is what you say. Any sinner that desires to hang around me is desiring the Christ that is within me. If you're not, if you're not hanging around me because of the Christ in me, you know how I know you're hanging around me because of the Christ in me? Because you change. Amen. You're not going to keep smoking crack for 10 years and be a 10-year friend of mine. Because that means one, one or two things. Either... You shouldn't be in my life or I'm trash. And I can't, the the Christ in me is so watered down, it's not making any difference in your life. Yeah, that's how you tell how spiritually mature you are, but how the people around you see you. If If they feel good about cussing and going crazy, as soon as you get in the car, they turn on bone thugs. Y'all know they got back together. It's a new album. They all smoked out, but they can still rap. They ought to not even want to turn that on when, they, when you're in the car. They'll be like, oh, no, I can't play a bunch of cussing and junk because you're a believer. They turn it up. <laughs> See, now I know you be listening to that Shirley season, but boy, it's right here. <laughs> no, that means that, you know what they're telling you? You know what they're telling you? What you have ain't working for you, bro. It's not working for you because it makes me want to make no edits in my life to acquiesce to your Christ. I feel comfortable bringing the world around you. My actions, thoughts, and purpose are lined up with him. So the only people that are attracted to me 
are those that the spirit of God is drawing to himself. I'm the only kind of people want to hang around me. The people that God is drawing to himself. Because if you're not a strong believer, then I'm going to challenge you. Amen. And you should too. I'm not going to let you get away with it. I'm going to say something about it. Amen. I was coming up, man. My cousins would always tell me, he's like, like, man, what's, y'all, y'all, y'all did this and y'all went out and did that. I said, why don't y'all call me? Ah, nah, man. We, we don't want you to come. I was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. We can't, you can't come to the reindeer games, bro. Because you're going to be just telling us what's wrong with everything and, oh, what false God this is. And what? I said, well, yep, you got that right. All right. Peace. Psalms 1 and 1. Blessed is the man that walketh. Look at somebody and say not. Walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. The middle one is the one. Nor standeth in the way of what? Sinners. People that are working for the devil. People that are promoting the devil's agenda and you're in their way. Right there with them. When I am angered or upset, I use foul language and gestures. This is the old you. When you got mad, oh man, I'll see. And this, 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 this real crazy people. When they tell you in advance, man, I got a, I, could, I mean, you know, I got an anger problem now. Why aren't you doing something about that? You should be in therapy right now. Why are you telling me? You don't have an anger problem if you're saved. A saved person doesn't have an anger problem. You blow up and you know, y'all get away from him because you know when. It, it's okay to react this way when I'm angry. I don't do it all the time, just when I'm angry. That's still crazy. You kill somebody one time, you're a murderer. People know I'm upset, so they'll understand that I only said it and did it out of anger. No, that's the old you. That's before Christ. Amen? That's before Christ. But since you've been in Christ, we know that it's okay. Look at somebody say, it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be angry. But I do not allow anger to cause me to sin against others. Amen? It's okay to be angry. But I do not allow anger to cause me to sin against others. The fruits of the Spirit have now replaced the works of the flesh. So I do not react the same way. I used to. Amen. You make me mad now, brother. I'm going to pray for you. I ain't going to be throwing up no fingers and cussing. I'm saved now. Look at somebody and say, I'm saved now. Amen. I don't react that way anymore. You know, these folks that's reacting like that, I don't believe they're saved. I just believe a lot of these folks that saying they're saved, they're really not. Because if you were saved, you'd have some control over yourself. Ephesians 4 and 26. Bible tells us, be angry. And what? You can be angry. Amen. But just don't sin because of it. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Though you, I desire sin more than I desire what is right. You're not saved. 
Most days I just feel like sinning even though I know it's wrong. We all human, right? Yeah, people have emailed me these, these questions. Yeah. Just feel like sinning. Every day I just want to just do what's wrong. Then you're not saved. You're on the wrong website. You shouldn't be emailing me. Being drawn away by one's own lust, as the Bible calls it, basically means that there is something that I am doing or allowing that is increasing my appetite for sin. You always want to sin. There's something in your life that's making you want to sin. And it needs to go. Amen? Because I'm a new creation, old things of that sort must pass away. I must not allow sin to reign or rule me, but I must master it. So that means there's something in your life that you have in your life that's causing you to want to sin. You got to deal with that. Amen? Because if you're saved, you shouldn't always want to sin. You should not want to sin if you're saved. Colossians 3 and 5, mortify, which means kill, therefore, your members which are upon the earth. Amen. But these things, we are to kill our flesh so that we don't have to submit or, or be subject to these things and do these things. We have to kill, mortify our bodies that are up on the earth, meaning I got to take things out of my life that's causing me to sin. Amen. We, we've discussed that in this lesson. The music you're listening to, the movies you're watching, the places you're going, the people you're hanging around, hanging out with. Some of these things are working against you and causing you to want sin. Amen. If you don't ever want to be around saved people, you got demons. If, all, if something is wrong with all your friends, something's wrong with you. You don't want to be around the church people. You want to be around the, the, the demonic worldly friends that's half saved or not saved at all. You don't polish yourself or sharpen yourself with adamant believers and you call yourself one. Going to church is not important. The same with reading the Bible and praying. I have God in my heart and he understands me. Christ consciousness. He's, you see, he's all around. Right? He's not in a book. That's what that new, this new movie, The Shack, is going to say. In this movie, The Shack, that's what they say. That if, if, if you're reading the Bible or using the Bible, then you are lowering God because God is too powerful to be on paper. Yeah. Too powerful to be on paper. And you know some people are going to throw the Bible away when they watch this? They're already setting up the Bible studies and everything for The Shack. Without a pastor to rightly divide it and show them what's wrong with it, they're going to be using their own interpretation, and they're going to end up throwing the Bible away. That's what happens. But the new you says, God may understand me, but do I understand him? Without proper understanding, I could be missing God's mark and not know it. The only way I can know truth is from God's word. The only way I can truly build my faith is by hearing God's word. The only way I can maintain my walk with him is by communing with him in prayer. That's the new you. The new you wants to know him. The older I get, the weaker I get. I am growing more and more carnal and my decisions are becoming more and more selfish. Yeah, this is the part that's getting me. I don't understand folks getting older and worse. 
I want to get better the older I get. I want to be smarter than I once was. I want to be more stable. I want to be more mature. I want to be no old fool. Folk, wait till they old to go crazy. You missed all the crazy years. You're supposed to do that when you're young. Bible said when I was a child, I acted like a child. But when I got older, I put away childish things. You should be better the older you get. But this is the old you. The older I get, the weaker I get. But the new you says the older I get, the wiser I get. I am growing in Christ and maturing as a believer. The things I used to do, guess what? I don't do anymore. James 1 and 25. But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continue it therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a what? Doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his actions, his deed. Being a doer, not just a... Why would you sit in a church for all these years and not change? And not allow church to change you? Not allow truth to change you? Oh, you, my past haunts me. The mistakes I made in the past continue to affect me every day. I cannot move forward because everything has, affect, everything has been affected by my past. You know, a person that thinks this way looks up 10, 15 years later and they've made no progress because they're focused on what happened to them instead of what could be happening with them. Amen? But the new you says... I press forward for God's mark. He understands my past, and I take full responsibility for making those bad choices. Anybody take full responsibility for the bad choices they make? Amen. You got to tell your wife. You got to tell your husband. You got to sit your kids down sometimes and tell them. Man, I, man I, 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 that was a bad decision, but that was, I'm, I, I'm, I don't even have excuses. I shouldn't have done it. But I can't keep focusing on that. I have to look forward, but I must not be prideful. I should admit my wrong and move forward. If I do not move forward, I will fall victim to my past errors once again. Amen. Philippians 3 and 13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. This is Paul. He says, forgetting those things which are what? Can you do that? Forget those things. Stop blaming. Stop talking about it. Stop giving it new life. And reaching forth unto the things which are being successful. The old you in the eyes of others is a high priority. I must have things to show for my success so that people can see that I'm blessed and highly favored. This will prove to all my haters that I am doing just fine. And the day has to come when you stop caring what folks think. It really has to come. I know Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and all of it just, just, just messes with folks' contentment. Makes you keep trying to show something on there. So the folks that said you wouldn't make it can think you did. Think you did. Let's just. Mm. The new you says the true testament of who I am can be seen in the way I prioritize my family. 
Yeah, you, you, you something, where's your family? Single man, you getting 30 and 35 and still got the hat and the strut? <laughs> Dude, you ain't proved nothing. You ain't proved that you can take care of a, a family. Anybody can take care of themselves. Keep buying themselves stuff. You keep buying yourself stuff, or you can just buy one good time and keep washing it. And just show up at different places. <laughs> I'm going to this church this week so they can so they can see my see, see, see my threads. Dude, you whack. Take care of a family. Take care of some children. That shows your value. My family is my success. The measure of every man and woman is how we function in the roles that God created for us. Amen. This is some good stuff. 2 Corinthians 10 and 12. For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves. But they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves. Y'all, they're dumb. That's what Paul says. They're just dumb. Comparing themselves with themselves and measuring themselves by themselves? You're judging what you have by what somebody else has? You think you're something because you have something that, that somebody that folks think is something has? The Bible says you're not wise. Be thankful for what you have. When we are new creations, we think differently. We handle situations different than we did before we found Christ. We behave in a different way because as believers, we should all be seeking to line up with God's word and live our lives accordingly. Though we are made new creations spiritually, the natural man's actions, thoughts, and purpose should be the proof of Christ residing within us. We do not do the things that we once did, and we cannot think the same way we used to think. Being a new creation should truly mean that old things are passed away, and all things have what? Become new. Second Peter 1 and 5, and besides this, given all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue, knowledge. And to knowledge, self-control. And to self-control, patience. And to patience, godliness. And to godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, love. For if these things be in you and are plentiful, they make you that ye shall neither be empty or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind, can't see afar off, and hath forgotten, listen, <laughs> that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore, 
the rather brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election what? Sure. For if ye do these things, you shall never fail. This 2 Peter 1 and 8 is probably, it's just so powerful. I got to read just that. Let me just read that verse. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful. Being barren and unfruitful messes you up. Let me tell you how. When you're barren, empty, and unfruitful, and you see others that are full and fruitful, you become envious. When you become envious, you try to destroy them because they're making you look bad. Nobody would know that you were as barren and unfruitful as you were if you didn't compare yourself to other people. But what's making you barren and unfruitful is the very fact that you use people to measure yourself. So when you use people to measure yourself and they outmeasure you, you have to hate on them to level the playing field so you look okay. So when you're in a fellowship like this, where people are doing what Brother Jeff did and Josh and Jermaine and Jermaine and Brian and I, all these other men, just, I mean, every man in here, what every man in here is trying to do, when you're in a fellowship and that's the direction everyone's going and you try to go this way, you got to find something wrong with the direction. I've accepted the fact that I'm going to be the one that they come after. I've already, yes, the target is on me because I'm preaching it. I don't care. If we're all doing this and you continue to do that, the Bible says you're going to be barren and unfruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus. It even said that you're going to forget that you were free from sin. That means you're going to go back and start sinning the same sins you were sinning before you got saved. Man, I ain't, I'm not going to fall off like that. I'm not going to be a barren believer. An unfruitful believer that has no fruit to show. No fruit to present. No. No. But I'm going to add virtue to faith, self-control to knowledge, patience to self-control. I'm going to do these things. Brotherly kindness to godliness and in love to brotherly kindness. And if I do these things, I won't be barren. I won't be unfruitful. And I won't forget that I've been purged from my old sins. www.pxministries.com